Peter McDonald is on the line right now. Peter, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Kelly. We're all trying to, and I imagine you're doing the same thing. Everybody's working from home right now. Everybody trying to uh, deal with self-isolation. This is problematic because people that had regularly scheduled these uh, blood donations, they're canceling. Yeah, we've certainly had a challenge really started last Thursday with the announcement that after March break that schools would not go back for two more weeks. We just uh, we started at that point to see an impact on our appointments being cancelled, our attendance rate affected, people no-showing. We issued a national media release on Monday of this week letting people know that uh, during, you know, the pandemic that we would, you know, cancer patients, folks who have been in accidents, folks who have a compromised immune system, bleeding disorders. You know, these are people who rely on transfusions on a regular basis. It's every single minute of every day that a blood transfusion is happening in Canada. And those things will go on during pandemics. So we need to ensure that the supply is there to meet the patient demand. What were you hearing from donors that were canceling? Were they worried that they might contract coronavirus or that they might pass it on? Uh, what were the big worries? Well, I think it's just such a state of uncertainty for folks you know, and following, and the right thing to do is follow direction from public health, without a doubt. Um, one of the things that in Dr. Tam's news conference on Tuesday of this week, she did give an indication and in letting people know that the need for blood donation will continue on. And that, you know, I think what your listeners need to know is that, you know, our blood donor centers across the country and in, you know, downtown Toronto or any place in Ontario are places where well people gather. You know, this is the arm of health care that deals with well people. You know, the first question on our questionnaire when you arrive is, do you feel well today? And we don't let you proceed to donate blood unless you're feeling well. And during the, the pandemic, we've taken this with COVID-19 to, you know, we've added some increased precautions. We've added a wellness station at the beginning of our events where we will ask that question before you even enter. Also, too, we're asking questions that are consistent with public health direction in terms of have you been outside the country in the last 14 days. If people are not answering appropriately to those questions, we're not going to let them continue. And then where we have the space available to us, we've set these even outside the door of our events, if not immediately as soon as you enter, so that you know, if you don't answer those appropriately, we're not letting you proceed. It's it's healthy people that we need uh, to donate blood. And when they get into the clinic, how have you adjusted the procedure of giving blood during the coronavirus? Are donors being spread farther apart, both in timing and actual distance of the donor in the donors' clinics? Yeah, we are. So there's a few things that are happening. The first thing is that we already have a very robust cleaning and infection control practice. We've amplified that by doing it more frequently and focusing on high-touch areas where our donors or our staff might be touching. We are definitely respecting uh, direction from public health when it comes to social distancing. We've adjusted the distance with our beds in that one to two meter, which is recommended. We've also taken our refreshment area or other places where donors wait uh, you know, removing chairs and ensuring that it's set up to respect uh, social distancing. And, you know, it's important that the need, you know, the need goes on and that people continue to come out to donate blood, but we will be doing so with some adjusted practices to uh, to follow guidelines. And the other thing that we're doing as well is that, you know, when folks hear a message like this and they're healthy and we want them to come and donate, we're discouraging them from walking in. You know, walking in and adding, you know, we run an appointment-based system and we usually in a regular course of business do accommodate walk-ins. 
We don't want walk-ins at this point. We want people to book an appointment at blood.ca or call one donate People walking in compromises our ability to respect social distancing. So we want people to book an appointment. You know, if you're, if you can't, uh, you know, if we are getting a strong response and you don't have one today, the need will be here tomorrow or Monday or Tuesday of next week. What are our blood stores like uh, right now and how long will they last? So we started the week in a strong position with our national inventory. In Ontario, it was really, and across the country, it was really the question of these cancellations. Just to give you an indication, you know, on a regular basis this year, uh, when I say this year, our fiscal year runs from the 1st of April to the end of end of March. So we're after 11 months in Ontario, we were collecting over 99% of our target, which is great news for hospital patients and a great and, and thank you to all the donors who make that happen. But last Thursday, we only collect our fr- sorry Friday the 13th of March, we only collected 85% of our target in the GTA, 68% on Saturday, 71% on Monday. Uh, The 17th on Tuesday, we climbed back up to 85%. I mentioned we had issued a media release on Monday. And yesterday, we collected 101% of our target in the GTA. So so we are seeing a response to this message. We need to see that measured response and, and respect social distancing. So our inventory remains in a good place. But certainly, if we have an extended period of 60 to 70% attendance or less, it can deteriorate quickly. And that's the, that's the worrying part. I think, Kelly, a lot of people don't realize that blood is perishable, that for every donation that we collect, we draw three components. We can freeze plasma. It will last for up to a year. Red cells last for 42 days, but platelets only last for seven days. And they're such an important part of cancer treatment and such a very short shelf life. Give us the stats on how many people, I, I don't know if this is even possible, but do you have numbers on how many people in the province or the country uh, need uh, Canada Blood Services on a weekly basis? Yeah, I can't give you that number off the top of my head. I can let you know that it's every minute of every day that there's a transfusion happening in a hospital setting in Canada, and also that it's 52% of Canadians that will either themselves personally or will know someone in their immediate family that will will need a blood transfusion in their lifetime. All right. Well, I want to uh, thank you for joining us today, and I'm happy to hear that people are getting out and donating. Remember, don't walk in. Um, blood.ca or the phone number to donate once again? Blood.ca or one to donate and at blood.ca you can find an event that's convenient for you too. We have uh, we have six uh, permanent sites in the GTA and 17 across Ontario and we also run mobiles on a daily basis. All right, I want to thank you for so much for your time, Peter, and uh, and stay safe. Thanks you too, Kelly, and thanks to everyone for their interest and for your listeners as well for their response.